0: Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, we all know there are risks in retirement. On today's show, we're going to highlight some of those risks and offer potential solutions to perhaps mitigate them. Stay tuned.
1: And now, WealthWorks Radio. Asset protection, tax reduction, holistic planning, South Florida's wealth, financial and income coach, Eric Kearney.
2: Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric, of course, is, uh, well, he's a fiduciary. He's a a president of Retirement Wealth. He's an author and uh, so much more. Hey, Eric, what's going on? Hey, Steve, how are you? Very, very well, thanks. Uh, this is going to be a fun conversation, as always. Uh, but th- I like this segment because there's so many things that really need to be talked about, and um, especially for those getting near retirement. And and we're talking about risk, and there's yeah, all and, kinds know, of risk.
0: Yeah, Steve, and I think this year, and y- I, you know, you and I have talked about this on air and off air, but I think that this year has really opened up a lot of people's eyes to a lot of things that they need to take care of, you know, and risk in their portfolio and in their investment plan is one of them. And, you know, when people are coming in this year and they're like, "Okay, I really need to buckle down. Like I I can't go through, you know, difficult times like this. What we're doing is, is we're going through and we're taking a look at all the risks that they have. And how you can actually offset those. So you never really have a lot of control over what the stock market's going to do, but you actually can uh, control your risk. And that's what we're going to attempt to do today.
2: Well, on the top of the list, uh, as far as risk goes, and, and I, I guess this makes sense, is longevity risk. and So do we have to worry about living too long?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the problem is with a lot of people is they, they think that they have a lot of money at a younger age. And when I do tell some people, I say, well, if you're 60 years old now, it's not very much money. If you were 68 or 69 years old and you had this much money, it'd be a different story. So in other words... They have another eight or nine years to live, and so they think that they have a lot of money at 60 years old, but in fact, they actually still have to accumulate a little bit more. You want to have a cushion in your retirement, and there's some people will say, well, geez, I'll have just enough. Yeah, that's exactly right, you will have just enough. The problem is, is that people are living longer and that's not the problem. The problem is, is that the gains, the gains in their investment accounts are tapering off. And the problem is, is that taxes get more expensive, inflation goes up and medical expenses keep going up. But a lot of these people's older gains are not going up. And so they're, you know, a lot of times we are very in tune with our investments we're really on the ball with our investments the problem is is that as we get older now our our focus starts to shift on our family our own retirement our own health and our own well-being and so a lot of times those investments just go off to the side i see that with my mother as she gets older she doesn't really pay attention to her accounts like she used to which you know, I mean, I know that I'm there for her, but what if I wasn't there for her? Is her advisor actually really taking care of her? And so that the, the responsibility that we have as a fiduciary is to make sure that that portfolio is keeping up with all of their needs as they get older. And that's really critical because, um, you know, there's an interesting study that we read. The number of people living to age 100 has increased nearly 44 percent from 2000 up to 2014. Holy now, cow. Yeah. That's and, a big and, number. It's a huge number, Steve. And remember, this is from 2000 to 2014. So this is almost seven years old. So technology is getting better and better. We are absolutely living longer, but we now we have to make sure that we have a portfolio that's actually going to keep up with our actual needs, no matter what they
2: are. Right. And, and so, wow, when you think about that, so living, how how long do you run a plan for Eric? I mean, in other words, sit down with a client and and, all right, so we're going to run this plan out till what?
0: Everybody's a hundred. Everybody's a hundred. Everybody's 100, and now we actually have some uh, single females that are saying, I want my plan run until 105. And so that's what we're doing. And, you know, the thing is, is that we do have people that will live into their hundreds, I'm sure, in our practice right now. And the thing is, is that, you know, we still have to take care of client from day one that we took on from day one. Because, like I said, that client that we took in in day one, is deep into retirement. I'm more worried about them than somebody that's in pre-retirement because the person in pre-retirement still has an accumulation stage ahead of them. For the people that are deep into retirement, even though their needs are changing on a regular basis, we still have to tweak that portfolio constantly to make sure that it's still going to be able to provide them what they need. So there's a lot of times where, yeah, uh, we have a couple that actually lives in the Cape. They are 91 and 93 years old, and they still go to lunch every Friday. They still go out. They still get their oil changed. They still have monetary concerns. So- Again, we've got to be just as worried about them as anyone else.
2: Sure. So let, we're talking about risk here and and uh, how to deal with that, especially as we get into retirement. And uh, another big one is asset allocation risk. Uh, I know we've talked about that before, but how how do we how do we get a handle on that?
0: I think the asset allocation is the most neglected part of any financial plan. We have people coming in with very large portfolios. The asset allocation doesn't make sense at all. And what I want to do is, and then I know that this sounds a little corny, but you want that asset allocation to tell you a story about what that person is trying to accomplish with their investments. And when you take a look at it and it's not talking back to you, it's not saying, look, I'm trying to reduce market exposure. I'm trying to get uh, a dividend portfolio going. I'm, I have a little bit of growth here. When it's not speaking to me and it doesn't make sense, it's more than likely not working out for the client. I think the asset allocation is the most neglected. It is also the most simple thing to change in someone's life. But what you have to do is in the in the personal financial blueprint that we do for everyone, what we're what we're doing is, is identifying the risk and the volatility in the portfolio. And the very first thing that you need to do is actually reduce the risk and the volatility in order to attempt to get a smoother rate of return. So, everyone is so focused on getting a bigger rate of return, but it really comes down to the ingredients of your portfolio. That's going to be your sharp ratio, your standard deviation, your alpha, and your beta. And this is something that we go through with every single client, and they actually understand it by the time we get done with it. They're like, I never knew that about my portfolio. So, again, in order to reduce the risk in your asset allocation, you wanna go through and first take a look at the risk volatility, lower that in an attempt to actually gain a larger rate of return over time.
2: You mentioned something just now, and and we've talked about it before, but I think it's important. And you mentioned the Sharpe ratio, and we're not talking about SHRP, we're talking SHRPE, right?
0: Right, correct. And what
2: is that in a nutshell?
0: So it's your annual rate of return adjusted with risk involved.
2: Okay, so that really is a, a good view of what your risk really is. It is,
0: because you want to take a look at that. So with the risk involved what is your actual rate of return over time? And so if you take a look at the standard deviation, which is just a big word for volatility, if you have high volatility, but you have a very low sharp ratio, well, now all of a sudden we have to go over and take a look at your beta. And your beta is just another word for risk. So what we have to do is lower that beta, try to get that beta down underneath under one, and try to smooth out that that return, and you're going to see in the portfolio what is so volatile or what is so risky. It's going to identify those. And there's a lot of people that say, "I I never have any I, I never had any idea that I had so much risk and volatility in my portfolio." And again, we can show them how to reduce that down. That is what has gotten us through this year so so well because again, we're paying attention to the risk and the volatility in the portfolio, especially in March of earlier this year. That was a great time to actually go into the portfolios and identify different things that we could do to come out of that hole the best that we could. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people uh, who have advisors this year whose their advisors did absolutely nothing in March. And that was a massive lost opportunity that they'll never have back again. So this is where people are identifying and saying, look, I realize that my advisor is not keeping up with my needs. Maybe they're not capable of handling my larger portfolio and I need to find something a little more sophisticated.
2: Sure. Well, all right. So we're talking about risk. That's a great overview of what asset allocation risk is combined with the Sharpe ratio. It's all about the math, isn't it? I mean, that's what it comes down to. It really comes down to the ingredients of any
0: portfolio. Sure. Like I said, you want to break it down. If you want better brownies, you put in better ingredients. If you want better spaghetti sauce, you put in better ingredients. It's that. It's just that way. Garbage sure. in, garbage out.
2: I get it. All right. So um, we're coming up against a break here, but let's talk market risk for just a moment uh, before we take our break
0: yeah so the market does what it's going to do no matter what I mean it goes up it goes down but over time you're going to want to make sure that you're actually reducing your market risk you want to have that sleepability factor at night you want to have that comfortability factor at night that you can go to sleep no matter what the market does so as a client ages we want to make sure that we're reducing their market exposure while also giving them increasing income over time
2: Absolutely, and 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 so on that note, Eric. Why don't we why don't we invite folks to call, and, and we'll continue our conversation. Obviously, but um, I like your whole uh, your whole approach to sleepability. That's a great word. <laughs> I like it.
0: Thanks, Steve. So if you're out there listening, you're interested in a second opinion, or you've never had a fully written comprehensive financial plan, give us a call. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, then this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement.
2: Great idea, folks, and here it is. Don't miss the opportunity to sit down with Eric and the team and put together a financial roadmap. If you've never done that before, they're there for you to translate a lot of that complex financial world, break down something like Sharp Ratio uh, to give you sleepability. I mean, that's a great combination right there. And uh, they could take that complex world, yes. Yeah, see, make it easy to understand. It's a true, practical financial review. And if you need a second opinion, now's the time to make the call. It's 800 779 1-9-4-2. You heard, Eric, the next five callers are going to receive that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras, the, the portfolio analysis, Social Security analysis, the Morningstar reports, all of that included, no cost, no obligation. It starts with a phone call, 800-779-1942. When you walk out the door, you will have then a roadmap, a guide, if you will, that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800 779 1942.
0: Next up, we continue our talks on risks in retirement.
2: Hey, we are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney, I'm consumer advocate Steve Sidal. Eric, of course, uh, president of Retirement Wealth LLC, got a great team of folks that kind of help folks through proactive, not reactive. That's the, that's kind of a theme with you, isn't it?
0: i think so steve i mean like i said we 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 really do try to do that i mean right now we're already focused on january of 2021 so you know we we've been in 2021 in our minds for quite some time and already preparing for that so you know there's going to be a lot of changes with whatever administration comes in um you know everyone's panicking about the election i'm not i mean it's it's an election it's a quadrennial event happens every four years we know it's coming I had no idea a pandemic was coming. So if we got through the pandemic like we have, have we're going to get through an election year. If that's for darn sure. So- right,
2: exactly. You well, know, I, like, you, I like the vision, Eric, when you talk about you're already looking ahead down the road to 2021. You know, I, when I was much younger, I, I worked as an EMT and, and as driving an ambulance. One of the things that, that I was taught was you've got to look ahead of every other car on the road and anticipate. And that's really what you're doing with us.
0: Yeah, a lot of times I, I think we really do because, you know, again, you know, you driving an ambulance, I'll bet there's I'll bet there was hurdles that you never even expected. Oh, right? of course. Like yeah. Bicyclists or, a, or, you know, a person walking across the street, whatever it could be. A I mean, you deer, a deer. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, these are the things that, you know, so I guess when you're when you're driving the ambulance, you, you think of a, a car coming your way. Right? right. or Something bad. But a lot of times it's not that car. It's a dog. It's a deer. It's a cow, whatever it may be.
2: It's something it's,
0: way down the road. Exactly. It's something that you never expected. That's what happens in retirement too. People think, well, what if I get sick? Well, all of a sudden, you know, something else comes along that you just never expected. It's all these what ifs that you have to plan for. And that we always have to be planning for those and calculating for those. And that's, that's what the financial planning firm does. And so the the thing is with Donna, you know, she's now a certified financial planner, very proud of her. But her process is so detail-oriented. You know, she sits down with a client and she really gets involved. I'm analytic, but Donna is analytic, right? So, I mean, I'm a little more laid back, but Donna is, you know, definitely, you know, cross all the T's, dot all the I's. I mean, like I said, somebody that really comes in Um, And really wants to get into that she'll get in it with them. And so that that, but that's what people need. And, and I'll tell you what, the, the people that are really serious about really mitigating their risk in retirement, they're really going through the planning process, they're, they're appreciating that actual planning process. And remember, planning is a process. And this is why so successful investment programs, focus on the process over the outcomes when making high quality decisions. Now, there's a lot of people that are just focusing on a rate of return. I promise you, that is not a financial plan.
2: Right, exactly. So we're talking about risk, and we kind of went over longevity, asset allocation. We touched on market risk. Let's talk about inflation risk. Eric, do we really need to be concerned about inflation?
0: Yeah, inflation's a real thing. I mean, you know, you know the cost of living in general is is going up over time and there's going to be some years where you don't have an inflationary years but you know where everybody was happy with a three or four or five percent cd you realize now that you're getting a cd for maybe a half a percent oh and by the way you're going to get a 1099 at the end of the year that says you made a gain and you're going to have to pay half of your 50 50 uh basis point gain that you made on that cd so <laughs> you know, they're not keeping up with the rate of inflation and not right now. They're looking at 2021 to be about 2.2% inflation, which is pretty low. Cause I mean, we factor in all plans at two and a half and 3%. Sure. So the thing is, is that they're focusing on 2.2%, but social security is only going to be inflated next year by 1.2 to 1.3%. So social security, even with its naturally inflated price still isn't keeping up with the rate of inflation
2: right and and so that and it, it's good to keep that in mind and and good to understand that as we as we look at different kinds of risk, uh, especially in retirement and uh, lifestyle risk uh, how do we approach that and and I'm not sure I get what lifestyle risk is
0: well, lifestyle risk is you know you have a boat and you want to upgrade that boat every five years. well, the thing is, is that that gets to be rather expensive I mean boating is not cheap and We actually have a lot of clients that say, you know what, I think I'm going to vote for another two or three years and then we might give that up. And I always say to them, I said, why do you want to give it up? And they're like, well, it's pretty expensive, right? So boating is their lifestyle, right? I mean, yeah. they, they get up on the weekends and they go out to their boat and they, they go boating. But, you know, boating is a, a pretty expensive lifestyle. But the thing is, is that they want to be able to maintain that lifestyle. So the thing is, is that we say, well, what if you kept that boat an extra three years? And what if you did this and so forth? So a lot of people just want to maintain their lifestyle that they have. They're okay if they all of a sudden get tired of boating and they don't want to go boating anymore, but you also don't want to be at home wishing that you're out boating because you didn't do any proper planning for it. So it's just, you know, when we talk about lifestyle, again, the the weather down in Southwest Florida is absolutely beautiful the majority of the year. Um, And, you know, there's just so many different things that you can do. I mean, you know, tennis, golf, everything. And it's just amazing to see how many people are outside on Christmas Day it always blows me away. But the thing is, is that you don't want to lose that lifestyle. So you have to do proper planning in order to know that you're not going to have to go back to live with your kids or anything like that. And that's actually a big concern for a lot of my clients. They're like, we don't want to be a burden to our children. We want to make sure that we can continue to live on our own and be as independent as possible. That's what lifestyle planning is all about.
2: All right. Well, okay. And that's something you can help us with, obviously. 800-779-1942 is the number, folks. So now let's get into something else. This is really meaty, the sequence of returns risk. And that's something that we've talked about before, but boy, it's worth repeating.
0: Yeah. So sequence of returns is a real thing. Um, you have account sequencing or sequence of returns, but This is the danger that the timing of withdrawals from retirement accounts and individual accounts will have a negative impact on the overall rate of return available to the investor. Um, You can actually, this can have a significant impact. So if you have a traditional IRA, you have a Roth IRA, you have an individual account, and then maybe you have a a joint account. The, The thing is, is that how you pull from those accounts really does matter over time some are taxable some are are, some are pre-tax some are post-tax some could be possibly tax-free so how do you get rates of return over time but also how do you pull decumulation from those so decumulation we talk about that often but instead of accumulating now you are decumulating so you're actually taking away from assets But how you take away from those assets is very critical on how you actually do that. So we had a woman in Punta Gorda several years ago. She had a variable annuity on the right and a brokerage account on the left. And she was bleeding through this variable annuity because she had to take out her required minimum distributions and she also needed income. The problem was is that she was actually depleting this account. And I said to her, I said, do you realize that you're depleting this account? And she said, yes, Eric, absolutely 100%. I just don't know what to do. So what we did was the variable annuity was a completely inappropriate product for her. So we actually stopped the withdrawals on that. We went to the other account. And again, earlier in the show, we talked about asset allocation. We just went back and we tweaked her asset allocation to be much more relevant. And what we ended up doing was getting her out of the variable annuity, putting her into a different product and not touching that. And what ended up happening was the product that we switched the asset allocation to, it was actually able to survive all the decumulation that she was taking out. So we were getting her a decent rate of return. It was outpacing inflation. And so now what we're doing is we're paying attention to sequence of returns the, the uh, brokerage account was getting a higher rate of return, thus being more sustainable, and then we let the other account grow and it actually grew itself back up where it could like refill itself. And so the thing is, is that you wanna create sustainability and when you do that, you're actually focusing on sequence of returns. And so sequence of returns is something that we have to focus on all of the time. And there's a lot of people who think, if I have four accounts, I'm gonna spend the first account, I'll go through the second account, I'm gonna spend the third account, and then hopefully by the time I get to the fourth account, I have enough left to get me through retirement. That is the most ridiculous way of thinking because like I said you're just hoping that there's going to be enough money or enough fuel in that fourth account to get you to where you need to be right and and that's just you can't do it that way sequence of returns is a significant conversation that you should be having with your advisor and I'll tell you one quick thing we just had a client that needed uh some serious dental work and so they called me up and they said I can't believe how much this bill is How am I going to get this money and where should it come from? We actually ended up taking out over thirty thousand dollars from five different accounts. And so months later, she actually calls me up and she's like, I can't believe it. My accounts were like back to where they were. And you can't even see that $30,000 that came out of there.
2: Eric, that's a great story. And and uh, it makes so much sense when you lay it out that way. Uh, folks, uh, in fact, now would be a great time to give Eric a call, get on the calendar and have the conversation and see if they can help you. Yeah.
0: If you've, if you've heard anything on today's show and it kind of strikes a chord with you, give us a call today. These are the things that we really have to go through. It's like having a conversation with you, making sure that we're getting you all the way through retirement, making sure that you have increasing income. Someone's actually paying attention to inflation. So if you're interested in a second opinion, give us a call today. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary, No obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least five hundred thousand dollars for retirement and what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes we're going to map it out we're going to run all the reports for you the fee report the morningstar reports a tax analysis maybe a volatility analysis let's see where it takes you let's see where that plan leads you
2: Eric told you the next five callers get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today. But more importantly, it's that roadmap. It's that long view of how getting you where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Call right now, 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, when you
0: want to retire, what do you think tops the list of things you should discuss with an advisor? When we come back, some great topics to consider.
2: We are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney, of course, is here. Eric is a fiduciary and independent. You've got a great team of folks uh, that work with you each and every day. Uh, You mentioned Donna is now a, a certified financial planner. That's a big deal.
0: That is a big deal.
2: Yeah, and, and um, so when we uh, when we talk about this, we, we talk about a conversation with your advisor. I think sometimes people are intimidated uh, to sit down and sort of, you know, bare their soul, so to speak. But really, you're not there to judge. You're there to just have a, a conversation.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing about this is that I tell everyone, you know, and I don't want anybody to take offense to this out there, but I've been doing this long enough where I don't care— how much money someone has. And we do have a minimum and we you know we we and we go by that only because we only have so much time in the day. But the bottom line is is that when somebody comes in, I want to make sure that your portfolio is matching your lifestyle. I want to make sure that you can live the lifestyle that you've actually earned. We want to be respectful of your money. We want to put together a plan that's actually going to accommodate you and your family. So there's a lot of things where people get intimidated by this, but honestly, it's just a conversation. And as soon as somebody comes in and they're sitting down, I'm already going through in my head, looking at their lifestyle, looking at their plans, looking at their asset allocation. There's a million things going through my mind. So the thing is, is that a lot of people find this overwhelming. I'm truly there to help them. I mean, I enjoy what I do. I'm very passionate about what I do. And I realize that I can't help everyone, but I'm willing to you know, try and help as many people as I possibly can. And so the thing is, is that we've built a very good reputation. Um, we're not going to be the most popular firm, but we want to be the most ethical, the most honest, and we want people to feel like they can come in and actually have a conversation with us.
2: Sure. Well, and that is exactly what we're talking about in this segment is getting to know you, getting to know your clients, you're getting to know them as, as people and as, uh, you know, helping them get to the lifestyle that they want when it comes to retirement. And so questions that a, that a potential client should be asking you would include uh, something we've already talked about a little bit today, and that's risk tolerance.
0: Right. So, I mean, this could be one of the greatest factors in becoming a successful investor. And there's a lot of people right now who are so conservative that it's actually the safest way to lose money. And so a lot of times with CDs or some of the bonds that they're actually in or some fixed income that they're in, you know, I'll tell them right now, I'll say, look, this is okay for right now, but longevity, this is not going to work for you because you can be It can be just as detrimental to be an uber conservative investor as it can be an aggressive investor. So I understand that you may not want to have market exposure, but still you have to have some kind of rate of return. And the one thing that I miss about teaching the classes at the local colleges was we were able to actually show people in a group setting how much you actually have to make just to counteract taxes and inflation. And people were blown away blown away by these numbers. And I'll just throw a number out there. I think it was like 4.28% like that. This 4.28% is what you basically had to, a realistic person had to make just to break even every year.
2: Wow. And, and so as we start to have that conversation, you need to understand what, uh, what someone's goals are. But at the same time, as a, as a client, I need to be able to share that with you.
0: Yeah. And it's funny that you say that, Steve. And it's funny that you say it that way, because a lot of people don't understand what their goals are. They're just like, I'm just trying to get by. I'm just trying to get to retirement. I'm just trying to make it to 92 years old. Okay, well, that is actually a goal then, right? Like, I want to make sure that I'm not going to run out of money. And we have people coming in with very, very large portfolios, which is great. But the other thing is is that they're also spending a lot, and they have this huge lifestyle, and they're trying to take care of their kids. And so the thing is, is that all throughout that financial plan, we have to make sure, again, that there's longevity, sustainability, and that you actually have a rate of return that is going to be compatible with your needs and your objectives. And so, again, there's a lot of moving parts. The other thing about financial planning is, For every action, there's a reaction. So when somebody says, oh, I'm just going to do this, you know, it's that's when we come back and say, well, that could affect this, this, and this. And there's a lot of times people don't understand that. The nice thing about the financial planning software is it kind of corrects things that we make. So, you know, if we don't put into a Roth, how's it going to affect your taxable liability over here? But it's actually going to show us that it's going to pop up and say, Hey, did you realize this is going to be a taxable event? Or is this going to be a bigger tax liability or things like that? So, The thing is, is that Donna and I can already determine what's going to pop up in that financial planning software, but the client can't. And so the the nice thing is, is that when the client is sitting right in front of us, it's going to pop that up. And they're just like, the client will often say to me, I never even thought about that. So again, your goals and objectives are increasingly important because we have to understand how we're going to obtain those.
2: Sure. And uh, so let's talk about success and defining success. Can we define that? From a retirement standpoint?
0: Yeah, this is difficult. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I've always said this too. So I was in commercial floor covering for a very long time. And the interesting thing was is that we ended up doing some pretty big hotels at the end of that. The interesting thing was we would go into a ballroom and we would rip up all the flooring and I would look at it all ripped up. And then when we put it all back together, I would look at that and before I closed the doors, I would always look back and say, wow, that looks beautiful it was in a, it was a job that we had accomplished. It was done. The frustrating thing about being an investment advisor is that there really is never an ending. And it's like, we're constantly redoing, rebalancing, uh, repositioning, taking a look at risk tolerance and adding, um, subtracting, accumulating, decumulating. There's always things that are going on. So, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but when a client passes away, That's where I really realized that we got them all through retirement. We um, maintained all their goals and objectives. We passed on money to their children like they expected. So it's unfortunate that it takes somebody to pass away for me to see that we were successful in what we've done. And um, so, like I said, every single day, we're back out there working at it and, and tweaking these portfolios. You know, this past week, there were a few things that changed with earnings, and we went into every single portfolio and tweaked them due to earnings. And so, like I said, it's just a, it's an ongoing battle, but that's what I signed up for, and that's actually what I appreciate about, appreciate well, about it.
2: I mean, that's why no day's ever the same for you.
0: Yeah, that is the truth. I mean, there there is, I mean, we walk in expecting to do, you know, 10 things today, and then all of a sudden, you know, five things will pop up out of the blue. And I kind of like it that way, you know, Um, and and I'll tell you, um, and, and again, thank you so much to my staff, because they are tremendous. I mean, Autumn, Donna, Joey, I mean, all the people that work for us and then all the people, the the hundreds of people that are in our back office. I mean, these people are just amazing. I mean, they're the, the, just the the constant communication to keep this client, you know, in line and in order and to keep their accounts going is just phenomenal. So, like I said, there's a lot of moving parts, but we're geared up for this.
2: And one of the other moving parts, of course, is our spending plan, or as you like to say, our, our lifestyle expense report. Um, but that's a conversation that you have to have, too. And I know sometimes people are, especially like my parents and the grandparents, oh, we can't talk about money, right?
0: Right. But
2: but you've got to talk about that, and you've got to be honest about it.
0: Well, the interesting thing about this is that you know your annual spending, and I break it down to monthly spending, it's when... when a, you know two spouses come in they kind of look at each other like you got to be kidding me like we don't spend that much or oh no we spend a lot more and it's it's really interesting because like I said there's there's a lot of people that are not on the same page with their spending and so you'll either have a person come in with a you know a 10 page Ten page spreadsheet, or you're going to have a person that comes in and says, "Off the top of my head, we spend this much money." And <laughs> the person that's off the top of their head is usually off by oh two three thousand dollars a month. Yeah. So, now, yeah, that's a big it's, deal too. It's a huge deal, Steve. Yeah. And the thing is, is that it's again the very foundation of any financial plan.
2: And so let's talk about uh, dreams. I mean, that's a conversation that you have as well. It it begins to define what their retirement. is looks like to them and asking if you can help achieve that.
0: Right. And the thing is, is realistically, okay. And then, you know, because I'll say realistically, what does your dream retirement look like? Like really, you know, on, on the last breath, you can look back and say, that was the greatest retirement I could have imagined. And a lot of times it's just building memories with friends and family, with their spouse, traveling, doing a few new things, learning a few new things, you know, um, nothing real extravagant. But the thing is, is that we want to be able to make sure that they're getting that kind of lifestyle. So, again, this is all put into the plan. What are your top three concerns? What makes you sleep at night? What's your risk tolerance? What are your dreams and goals? you know, what are your, what are your biggest objectives that you're trying to do? And people really like this because there's not a lot of people asking these questions, but we really want to know, we want to drill down to what's important for that client's retirement and start to build a plan upon that.
2: Sure. And, and so as we do that, folks, if you'd like to have that conversation, it's a, it's a great two-way conversation with the, with Eric and his team. Now'd be a great time to give them a call.
0: Yeah. Again, if you're interested in a second opinion, there's a little bit of reasonable doubt out there with your current advisor right now. Give us a call. We're going to put you in front of that financial plan that's written just for you. So give us a call. We're going to take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, then this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 let's give it away absolutely complimentary no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least five hundred thousand dollars for retirement and what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes we're going to map it out we're going to run all the reports for you the fee report the morningstar reports a tax analysis maybe a volatility analysis let's see where it takes you let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio, and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're gonna take all the guesswork out of financial planning, so again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review. It's over $1,000 value. Let's give it away, complimentary, no obligation, call us right
2: now great opportunity folks don't let it slip by sit down get a financial roadmap put together eric and his team can take that complex financial world and make it something clear easy to understand it's a true practical financial review and it starts with a phone call 800-779-1942 you heard erica the next five callers are going to receive that comprehensive financial review that you see where you are today yes But most importantly, it becomes that roadmap that you need that can help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, questions from you and answers from me. We are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall and uh, having a great conversation today about all kinds of things. I think for me, the highlight, word of the day, sleepability. (laughs) <laughs>
0: great it is a Great word! It's a great word.
2: And folks, you know, again, if you, if you missed that segment, um, and really, if you missed any of the shows, you can go to Apple Podcasts or uh, iHeart Podcasts, uh, your website. I mean, there's any number of places that you can go to catch every show. Eric, you are up to a uh, hundred and fifteen episodes. Did you know that? Oh, wow. I did not know that. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. But they're all there. They're all available for you. And here's what I would recommend that you do is uh, is subscribe to Eric's podcast, WealthWorks Radio, and then it'll be delivered to your phone each and every week. What do you think? Look at that. Yeah. Well, let's jump into a couple of questions here while we still have time. And uh, so we've got Paul up first, and he's in Bonita. And he says, if I start taking Social Security at age 62, is there a ceiling on what I take out of my 401k for the year? I know that if I work, there is a ceiling of approximately 18000 before Social Security starts taking money back. But does that apply to disbursements of my 401k? I turn 62 in a few months.
0: Yeah, so these are questions that we get asked often Steve like there's several moving parts and you know like I said people want to know understand you know what can I do it's important to understand what you're going to do at 62 but it's also important to know what you're going to do at 72 82 92 and so the thing is is that there's a lot of people who want to hyper focus on one question but again you've got to start forecasting for what other questions are going to pop up and so To answer your question, Paul, these distributions are not considered income and therefore will not be included in the calculation that Social Security uses to determine what portion your benefit will be withheld. And so this is important because, again, in the lifestyle income plan that we're doing for people, we're actually including all of your Social Security strategies, but what you can do and what you can't do, what your limitations are and so forth. Because, again, this is probably just a very basic question that Paul has, but it's going to bring up other questions uh, in the plan sooner or later. So this is probably one of the first ones that we have to address. But again, again. For every action, there's a reaction, and you have to remember that.
2: I like the way that you just described that. I didn't realize that you did that with everybody and and, and just kind of made sure that people understand the moving pieces.
0: Yeah, Donna's very good about that. I mean, like I said, when we sit down with someone, we want to be crystal clear and absolutely transparent about where your paycheck's coming from in in retirement. So the thing is, is that we're sitting down with them when, when we're going over everything from stem to stern because, again it is going to change throughout your retirement, your situation, your lifestyle is going to change whether you want it to or not. It's just, it's just, that's how life is. Of course. And so we've got to be prepared for that.
2: All right. Uh, Paul, if you want to get in on that. Um, and uh, by the way, are you doing uh, in-person meetings? I believe you are, aren't you?
0: We, we are. Yeah, very safely, of course. Um, but yeah, we are because, and I'll tell you, you know, um, we have the offices set up so that we're, you know, doing the social distancing thing and everything. But, you know, money never sleeps. And the thing is that there's a lot of people this year who have a lot of monetary issues. And, you know, we, we have to be in the office. And the thing is that I can say, We've been very safe, but also we have not missed a day in the office either. And so the thing is, is that, uh, you know, when it comes to money, everyone still has moving, moving issues, moving parts. And we've, we've got to stay on top of that. So, like I said, I mean. You know, um, whether we're working in different offices from each other or whatever we're doing, we are still meeting in in person for sure.
2: All right, very good. And uh, folks, if you want to get a head start, 800 779 1942. Let's go to Alexis. She writes us from Naples and says, I'm getting ready to retire and I currently have a loan from my 401k. Now, my employer tells me it will convert from a loan to a withdrawal upon my retirement and will be taxed or penalized. Now, if I take money from an IRA to pay, Off the 401k loan, would that be considered a rollover since the money is going into my 401k? If so, would it therefore not be subject to penalties from the (laughs) IRA withdrawal? (laughs) She's overthinking it.
0: (laughs) Uh yeah. Oh, Alexis. (laughs) So, (laughs) So I understand that things come up, you know, especially this year, things have been very difficult for a lot of people. Your 401k should really be the very absolute last area that you borrow money from. And, uh, and, you know, and I'm not picking on Alexis at all. But here's the here's the thing. Um, About 15 years ago, I managed a a pretty large 401k up in Michigan. And I would fly up to go take care of this every couple of months. And so the thing is, is that I was sitting in the office one day and a person comes in and they said, Hey, can I take out a $3,000 loan for my 401k? And I said, Yeah, and I got them the appropriate paperwork and everything. And I had a feeling that that was the beginning of something. And I was absolutely right, because all of a sudden, an hour later, somebody else walked in. Hey, I didn't know I could take out a loan for my 401k. (laughs) I'd like to take out X amount of dollars. And so what happens is when one person finds out you can take a loan, they go out to a coworker and say, hey, I just took out a loan for this. And then they're like, oh, I didn't know that. Jeez, I want to go on a vacation. I'll just take it out. We have really good intentions of borrowing from our retirement accounts, but a lot of times we don't have the capability of paying them back. And so it ends up becoming an issue later on in life. Remember, that is a retirement account and should be left specifically for exactly that retirement.
2: Sure. So what what you're telling Alexis is uh, no. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I mean, no. you're going to get penalized. You're going to get taxed one way or another. Right. You know, you're, you're just trying to get around it one way or another, but it's just not going to happen, <laughs> Not going to happen. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. The, the IRS is smarter than that, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So the
0: answer <laughs> is right, no. All
2: right. <laughs> All right. Well, Alexis, if you want to learn more, 800-779-1942. All right. Jeanette is in Punta Gorda. She says, I recently turned 65. Can I still enroll in a 403B plan? That my employer offers
0: yes yes you absolutely can so the thing is is that as long as you have earned income you're working for that company you're good to go and you can contribute to that
2: all right well that makes it very easy then yeah and um so if you'd like to have more 800-779-1942 uh let's check in with larry in um cape coral Uh, larry says i think i think that we'll probably get a significant inheritance from my wife's parents who are both in their mid 80s. But is it a bad idea for me to count on that money as part of our retirement planning?
0: Well, seeing that the second word of your question is think,
2: right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) And and so I have a lot of experience with this. So people say, Eric, I think I'm getting a million dollars. I think I'm getting this, right? Well, do you know, or do you think? And um And I have a friend of mine, and and she always laughs about this too, but we were walking on the beach about five years ago, and she said, "Uh, I think I'm I'm inheriting about a million bucks from my dad. And I said, oh, no kidding. And uh, so she goes, so I'm going to need some help with that. And I said, okay. So a couple years later, her dad ended up passing away and she comes back to me and she goes, well, I got 300 grand and I go, where's the other 700 grand? And (laughs) she goes, well, it turns out my dad had a girlfriend and, uh, (laughs) you know, he kind of left some to her. He didn't have as much as I thought, but I really thought I was getting a million. So the thing is, is that. You know, I told her, I said, you cannot count on anything until you actually get it. And so luckily she took my advice and she didn't count on anything. Now, she still has time to accumulate that 300,000 that he left her. But the thing is, is that never... Never count on any inheritance until it's actually hit your account.
2: Exactly. Well, speaking of counting on things, I, I see that a word from the Social Security Administration is they're out with the cost of living adjustment for 2021. It's a, a whopping 1.3 percent. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and I'll tell you this. We just read an article later or earlier this week, and it did say... That the majority of Americans who are only counting on Social Security are guaranteed to have an an eventual income gap. And that's what we talk about a lot. You know, so there's a lot of people that say, you know, we're living on our pension and Social Security. Well, that's great. But if you have ever have 401k money, 403b money, you can never put that on the back burner. That money has to be there. And that's got to be keeping up with taxes and inflation even if you don't need it for later on down in life. And so there's a lot of things when people come in we're being we're giving them you know, all these ideas that we have in our head and sometimes um, they don't pay attention to these and that's okay because like I said, I mean, you know, uh, I understand that they're not gonna take all of our advice, but if they do become a client, this is the one thing where we have to maintain for them quite often. And to be honest with you, Steve, there's some people that come into the office that just don't really care that much about financial planning. They're like, okay, you know, I'm telling them right there that they're not in a great position. They're like, okay, I'll definitely think about it and we never see them again. Case in point was a woman had come into one of my offices last week and had a lot of very inappropriate products. And we're going through them, and you know, it's not something I usually do in the first meeting, but I was like, look, these are not really serving your needs. And so you know, I, I asked her, I said, where's your husband? And she says, well, he doesn't really care that much about this. I was like, okay, so 50% of the couple doesn't really care much <laughs> about financial planning. Um, But like I said, this is something where, you know, you've got you've got to go through and and we've got to be very serious about this, because, like I said, with all the moving parts that are involved, we have actually have to make sure that those moving parts are going to be correct for you.
2: Absolutely. Well, hey, folks, uh, we are up against the clock again. Eric, this has been a great show. And uh, why don't we invite folks to call one last time today?
0: Sure, Steve. So this is your last opportunity. If you've heard anything on the show today, you're looking for a second opinion, or you want to get a fully written comprehensive financial plan. Let's take the next five callers who are needed that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full blown financial plan review valued at over thousand dollars. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're gonna map it out. We're gonna run all the reports for you. The fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe even a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan,
2: You heard, Eric, the next five callers get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that go along with it. And when you walk out the door, you're going to find you've got in your hand that roadmap, that guide that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. One nine four two. Eric, as always, a pleasure. What a, what a fun show we had today, and and always informative. It's like one of my favorite hours of the week.
0: I appreciate that, Steve, and and thanks so much for your help. It's it's always a pleasure working with you. Hey, everybody out there, thanks so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once, so let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement.
1: Eric Kearney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors in this station are not affiliated. Exposures to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the field of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amounts of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's accounts to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted downside value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or the assets will be traded. liquidated the same day the welfare value is reached due to the time of date or market restrictions.